Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live in the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com, hope you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com is the way tire buying should be. Uh, we'll take it in Jersey. Hello, Jersey! Figure out what's going on with the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, we'll do that uh, a little later on this hour. We got some other stuff, including reactions to last night's Laker win over the Phoenix Suns. Controversial call. Got some college hoops to discuss. We got the press to get to. But first, it's the middle of the show. It's a Wednesday, which means the middle of the week. It's the middle of the day. Get to the midway. Stuck in the middle with you. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midway. Hi, right, Jay Stu. Uh, you're a big party animal. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm just a, such a socialite, you know. Um yeah. now, yeah, as you mentioned, we last week we had our holiday um, party for work, and uh, you were out of town doing some basketball. Now, um, but it reminded me that this is the holiday season. Um, you know, your friends that are that are like real social and have a lot of friends, like, like book up every single weekend, like Friday, Saturday night, holiday parties. You got your like stupid sweat, sweater uh, parties, whatever, yep. or whatever those are called. Anyways, uh, it made me think like if you could be at a uh, holiday party with anybody in sports, who would you want to just like rap with? Like walk up to over eggnog and just talk to like you got a lot of questions they're engaging they're interesting people okay but here's the question though right are you gonna ask if it's dead or alive huh (laughs) 
No, no. The Midwest. Well, yeah, Dead or Alive is, is one yeah. thing. But also, does everybody want, truly want to, um, um, do, do people really, really want to be talked to or asked questions like that at a holiday party? Yeah, and I think that that's, that's, that's a factor in this. Um, you know, you could be as, uh, you could answer it however you want, but... So my answer is this. Let me. I'll. I'll. I'll start us off. Okay. Okay. Um, the most interesting person I think maybe in the history of sports is Tiger Woods. Okay. And I want to talk to Tiger because I wanna. I want to get him with his guard down. Because if you remember right, I think it was during during COVID. So um, the documentary came out and it hit big. And Tiger has never responded to anything in the documentary. So maybe this answers your question that you just asked. He doesn't want to answer these questions. But if you get enough eggnog in him, I would love to see if he kind of opens up about what was true about in that documentary, what isn't, what was the real story. That, to me, is the one thing that hasn't been done. A Tiger Woods authorized documentary to address everything that happened in that first one, which was an amazingly riveting documentary. We just don't know if it was if it was like made up stuff or not. But Tiger Woods, for many reasons, um, I would never talk to him about golf or have him look at my swing or anything. That I don't want to bore him, but I do want to talk about the juicy stuff that he's that he's done in his life. You know? I don't know. I think the only thing, if you put too much eggnog in Tiger Woods, he's going to take his shirt off again with the Santa hat. Oh, that's fine. Like, yeah, like no, you, I, like I, I don't mind it, that. Like you did long ago on Twitter. <laughs> that's right. Perfect. I've got two different answers here, and there's a theme to both. I... I think the, the current one right now going into my head was is Tommy DeVito because I'm not just getting Tommy DeVito as a guy who's living basically what's going to be the height of his life right now. He's won two NFL games. He's getting to play on the biggest stage and everyone's having this moment to everyone gets to celebrate b- being Italian. But like Italian, and my family's Italian too, I know I'm also getting the family for a holiday party, which means good Italian Christmas cooking. And I think you put all of that together, and I also get to talk about him, because likewise, I think his guards down, this is not something he ever anticipated to be in, and from talking with some of these guys, like, the, when you have that opportunity, they're more open about these things, they're more relaxed, and may, might not even talk about football, that's fine, just growing up and, you know, with, with the family, he has just such an interesting story. He lives at home, like too, the by most, the way. Yeah, still lives at home, would love to get out to a party. The other option on my mind is, likewise, going back to golf, I didn't think we'd do golf twice, but uh, John Daly and package deal with John Daly Jr., who, uh, fantastic. Monsi? I literally thought Tommy DeVito myself, Chris, when I was thinking really? of it. Yeah, I really? really did. I'm not Italian, but I was like, the food, the people, I literally thought of him, but I did not decide on him. I also have two answers, because obviously the answer for me would be Travis Kelsey in hopes that Taylor Swift is there, in hopes that maybe Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively show up, because they're all friends. So obviously for me, it would be Travis Kelsey in hopes that the others are there, not necessarily Travis Kelsey. Another person that I would like to see at a party seems that maybe we would have some fun. He seems like a fun guy and I would like to talk to him. Mike McDaniel. I would like to chat with him. Mike McDaniel seems like a good dude. Like a fun dude. He seems like he would have a good time. He seems. You know what he'd be really good for? 
Like if you're sitting and people walk by yes. and get his like one line yes. people watching line yes. on people, deadpan. Uh, Jay Steele, am I, am I wrong there, right? No, that's exactly right. In fact, I want to talk about him in our podcast later, but he doesn't get enough credit for his sense of humor. I agree. It, it's said, just it's subtle. You did crush him though when he went to um when he went to Germany and cracked a joke. About you thought I was taller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, see, but that's the kind of stuff. And I, I think he's smarter than the room, or at least much more funny than the room, because uh, NFL writers typically don't have a sense of humor. So he, he says all these funny things, and it's just completely going throws over their head. Off. Like yesterday. Yes, it throws them off. They're not expecting it. He just seems like he, he it would be fun to hang out. So, Mike McDaniel, Travis Kelsey. Oh, you know what was a curveball? It was when he said that he was um, a minority hire. Remember? Yeah. He came out and said he was half... Uh, half black. Something of color. He's, he's a portion, partial black or whatever. I, I don't know if he's half or a quarter, whatever. Um, so, you could talk about that way. at the party. You could so, ask yeah. th- there's a bunch of stuff here, okay? Um, if we're talking gigantic party, yeah, you want somebody that you can... Make fun of everybody next to you. Yeah. And Mike McDaniel seems like just that kind of yeah. guy. Um, I would love to hang with Shohei Otani. Oh. I kind of think the mm. English is probably really good, and he's probably really funny. <laughs> right? He probably makes fun. And then if he doesn't want to speak to somebody, he probably goes into the I don't speak English. Oh, brilliant. Of fun, oh, which I, is I'd amazing. love that. I'd love that. This is amazing. Like, I may have done that once or twice in my life. Amazing. Uh, you do? Sometimes. No hablo inglés? Or, mm, I don't speak Spanish. What I'm do you sorry. speak? Well, I do speak Spanish. So, one way or the other. Like, somebody approaches me. Oh, and they start speaking in Spanish? Spanish? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I don't speak Spanish. I'm so sorry. Or the other way, where it's like, oh, no hablo inglés. The Midway. No entiendo. <laughs> I like that one, though. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good choice. Mm, and I- if your theory's right, that's great. <laughs> it's great. Uh, okay. Any any others that you want to throw out? You only had one? Only Tiger I was, Woods? I was thinking, um, I would like to be at a party with AZ Cowlings. Again, um, same reason. If he lets his guard down a little bit, starts drinking. Just I think, wants to know what's going on there? I think we would find out what happened on that night. Um, AC Cowlings. It's kind of, you know... Well, off people's radar a little bit, but he played football at USC, so it's definitely in the sports realm. So, I mean, I'm honestly all the interesting people I'd like to. I've hung out with Aaron Rodgers one night, but it wasn't we didn't it wasn't like deep. But I would love Aaron Rodgers would be would be great. I know what like was the setting? Where were you in Final Four, uh, Phoenix? Well, hmm. uh, we went to. Um, I did this appearance for Coca Cola. Um, at like a. I mean, it was Friday night. I don't know. It was right. It was after the game Saturday night. That was big party out and and whatever. So I did an appearance there, and um, we hung out together. Then the Chainsmokers performed, and then we hung out with the Chainsmokers. This was like peak Chainsmokers. So we went peak Chainsmokers. <laughs> yeah, like they're still 2016. What is that? Yeah, probably about that. Probably about that. I mean, they're still like they're in Vegas. They're still good, but I mean, and they're great guys. They're like literally anybody can do what we do. Just have to know how to DJ and get you know get a little lucky. Most like people in our industry yeah. have an Aaron Rodgers uh, story, hangout story, because he uh, notoriously would go to that Lake Tahoe thing every year. Like even when he was a backup to Favre, he would go to that thing, and all the members of the media that would go every year would just kind of hang with the guy. And then he started to get 
very famous. He would still do the golf event, but then he would kind of stop talking to people. That was a common story among our media types. Interesting. Um, others I would like to hang out with? Ooh. Uh, Basketball-wise. Barkley, huh? Yeah, I've hung out with Barkley. It's, it's great. Um, I'd like to hang out with Wemby. Just the looks that, just to hang out with him and the looks that he that people give him. Yeah. Like, I have a, a really close friend who I used to work with. Her name's Allie LaForce. She did Sideline last Love night. Love her. Right? She's wonderful. Love her. And I often tell her, I was like, Allie, you want to know a really good reality show? She's like, what? It's like, if you had cameras all over your body and then, like, you just walk down the street and you get everybody else's reaction to things they would say and you'd have, like, real clips, it's amazing. Because I can't tell you how many times we do a show and we'd have an athlete on and they would say, they would, they were so uncomfortable that they would say something that would just come out completely the wrong way. And she's a really fun, uh, happily married with a, they got a baby boy. Mm-hmm. They married, but like guys just don't know what to do with a woman who's really beautiful and very, very nice and like has no, you can't run game on her. She's not running game. She's just like girl next door. And that the reaction that people give are amazing. I would do the same thing with Victor Webinyama because you're sitting with him and you're just watching people's reaction when they yeah. walk by. They'll say the most uncomfortable things. And there'll be somebody <laughs> that comes up and goes, do you play basketball? Uh, right? <laughs> How tall are you? How tall are you? Oh. How tall are you? You'll get, you'll get a bunch. That must, be, that must get so annoying. Think? It is so funny. Certain guys in certain sports, like I, I'm just reminded of this because I saw a clip from, I think it's the CW series following the uh, with the, some of the Rams mic'd up where Puka Nakua and another Ram is asking Cooper uh, Cooper Cup about anime, and Cooper Cup is like he is like yeah that's kind of a, you're kind of an anime guy and Cooper Cup is like no I'm not anime but from talking with so many NFL players it feels like a lot of them are into really nerdy stuff. I've talked with Jamal Williams twice. And all he talks about, everything out of his mouth is like anime, Harry Potter, things like that. So I feel like getting some of those guys in an NFL, uh, for the NFL, if you're not interested in anything they do on the field, they might want to take a rest from that. But some of these guys get really off the reservation. And it's funny because you mentioned the media not, you know, knowing how to deal with certain questions. You run into a guy like Jamal Williams, whose interests are so out there, so off the pop culture grid. That uh, it throws for loop, but I am I am into that kind of stuff, and I feel like those would be good off kilter Christmas parties. You big anime guy, Doug? No, one of my daughters went through an anime phase during COVID. Uh, there are wa- so many NFL guys who are into anime. It's really real. Yeah, they all they've all grown up on Dragon Ball Z and One Punch Man now, and it's all <laughs> like workout stuff that they take inspiration from. A lot of them. When you say a lot of them, like. I, I can guarantee you probably if I go through the 53-man rosters of every team, we could probably get at least 10 guys on each roster. No way. Wow. That feels like a that feels like a made-up number. Made of up, course it was made up. Made-up number. Of course I made it up. Made-up number. The Midway. All right, Perfect. Give me another guy you'd, you'd like to hang out with. So or, I, or lady you'd like to hang out yeah, with. Yeah, I, I, I skipped over a little <laughs> bit of it, but uh, I want to go back to John Daly. I don't think I explained that. Like, John Daly is... You didn't really have to explain that one. We'd all like... <laughs> yeah, we all got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> was, those He'd were, be those drunk. Were... <laughs> He'd tell great stories. Yeah. He, he you would didn't tell have everything. to explain it. Yeah. His son, I, I really do wonder what future his son has with golf, too. Like, first thing I heard of him from his son was, hey, he's got an NIL deal with Hooters playing golf at, what was it, Tennessee? 
Well, the orange makes sense, too. Yeah. It just, everything just blends together. The, yeah. I need to think of it. Romo's a good that. hang, by the way. I'm Romo's Romo. a good hang? Really good hang. Uh, likes to play golf. I've likes, heard that. Likes too. to drink beer. Nice. I, I wonder if Giannis Antetokounmpo drinks, because he seems fun. And his comments he are just... He does not seem fun. He seems so funny. He funny. seems... But so, but I don't know if like he would partake in the like party aspect. But I wouldn't. Are I you a big party? Are you a big party, Monty? No, you know, depending on the day. But sure. <laughs> when was the last time you really got ripped and you really partied hard? Um, definitely this year at some point for a friend's birthday. Maybe my birthday. My birthdays, I usually party real hard. Real so, hard. So. <laughs> And, and it's you like to drink you, you drink during it? I, I do drink, yes. And what do you like to drink? I like to drink tequila. Uh-huh. Straight on the rocks. I like it straight. Neat. So no yeah. no ice. If you give it to me with ice, great. If you don't, it's gonna be just sipping, as lovely. Sipping tequila? Depending on what you what I'm sipping. But if I if I'm sipping it, it needs to be something, you know, I could Excuse do like a Honestly, you're understanding you are a tequila snob from every time I talk <laughs> with you. You have very specific tastes. I, I do, but I'm not a snob. I like Don Julio Blanco. That's not very expensive. I also like, you know, Casa Azul. That is expensive. I like nineteen forty two. That's yummy. But I I you know, I get I do regular. I like 1942 as well. I'm not sure I've ever described it as yummy. Oh, it is yummy. It has a sweetness to it. Yeah, after it burns off everything. Nah, every, it doesn't, I actually, I, I, mean, I know, I, I do like 1942. I'm not lying. I, think I have it's so smooth. A bottle, yeah. I think left. Yeah. Whatever. Dos Artes is also very similar. The, how was how was the party? Did I miss anything? Um, no. You I didn't was miss I much. was sick, so I missed it too. No. You still? Trust me, everybody noticed. They were like, "Wires, Chris. Um, Wire? Nothing happened. Uh, Don Martin was there. You know, Don was Don. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Julie Talbot, always great to see Julie. I love Julie. But, uh, yeah. Big I don't fan know. Of you know, Rob Parker walked away with chicken wings in a to-go container. Surprise. Yeah, very, so everything was, yeah. No way. I swear. And I was like, I am shocked, Rob. I am shocked. Wait, the place they went, they had wings over there? We crossed the street to public school. No, I know. Public school. I just didn't realize they had wings. Okay. Oh, that was the food provided. It was chicken wings and mm. burgers. and. We have a, we have an amazing medical staff um, that takes care of us. Oh, I'm sorry. That's we, me. We have an amazing medical staff <laughs> that takes sorry. care of us after I parties? Hit, I, hit, I hit my my, uh, my mouse over here. My bad. <laughs> I think that, that's our cue to break. That's we have it. an amazing <laughs> medical staff. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm-mm-mm. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. 
They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, and odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Uh, we'll hear from Monty Bolaños with an update upcoming. In the meantime, let's uh, let's talk about this jet story. So, let me take you through the chronological order. Then we'll bring in Zach Rosenblatt, who covers the Jets for the Athletic. Um, Zach Wilson was benched. He was replaced by a guy who'd barely played football, and they, if anything, got worse, not better offensively. Um, so. Then they cut the guy who replaced him and wanted to name him starting quarterback. And the report was earlier in the week, okay, by Zach Rosenblatt that he wasn't sure he won the job. Um, then the head coach was asked, hey, there's this report by Zach Rosenblatt who covers the Jets for the Athletic that, that Zach may not want the job back. And it was downplayed. He's like, look, he wouldn't even be on the team if he didn't want the job back. Then Aaron Rodgers goes and does the interview and calls it, uh, what, did, what did he say it was about how people with leaks, just not a winning organization. He didn't really attack the report. He re- attacked whoever was the source. And of course, not putting your name on it, whatever. Zach Wilson's now the starting quarterback. The head coach, uh, Robert Sala, has come out today and said like he wanted the ball. And here we are again. 
Zach Rosenblatt joins us, covers the Jets for The Athletic. He's the co-writer of the piece of The Athletic this week about Zach uh, Wilson's reported reluctance to return as the Jets' starting quarterback. Zach, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Doug? Good. Did I miss anything in, in my in my very Reader's Digest-esque sort of uh, chronological order of what happened in Jersey so far this week? No, I think you hit it pretty good. I think the main thing I've been trying to correct people on, what you kind of hit on, is that both Aaron and Robert didn't actually, like, deny the report. They kind of just, like, you know, kind of focus more on the leak and and, and this looking forward kind of thing. I think that's an important note to make. Okay, so why why wouldn't he want another shot? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the biggest question. I I think there's a few different layers to it. I think the the first layer is – the risk of him, you know, his future is not with the Jets. And so there's a risk of him going behind this offensive line that's, you know, been through a lot of iterations and getting hurt behind it and, and ruining any future chance he had at playing. Um, but, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, him feeling like he's been scapegoated for all the problems they have. And he's been yanked in and out of the lineup. He's been kind of painted as the, you know, the reason why all their, all their things are struggling. And you look at last year, he's benched twice. Everybody talked about how he lost his confidence. He comes back, he has his confidence supposed to sit out all year for Aaron. Uh, week one happens. He's thrown back in the lineup. The Jets don't bring in anybody else, and so they roll with him. And as the offense gets worse and worse, they decide to bench him again. And, and for somebody in Tim Boyle, who statistically has been one of the worst quarterbacks um, in the league in recent years. So I, I think all that kind of added up to him just being like, no, why should I help you out? And then ultimately, you know, they had Aaron Rodgers talk to him. I think this report coming out, you know, I think it's possible that that might have had some influence here. And, and he he – Went and met with Salah, and he said he wants to play. And now that we're going to talk to him not long after I get off with you, and I'm curious to see what he says. But that's kind of where we're at. You, you know, I think it is reasonable considering how much that offensive line's been a mess. But I also think that's like you're wanting to. I mean, Aaron Rodgers probably had to tell him like, "You want to stay healthy for what? Like right now, you don't have any value. You're not going to be a starting quarterback elsewhere. You got to put something good on tape, don't you?" Yeah, absolutely. And I, I imagine that was the message Aaron gave to him. And, and you know, maybe it did or didn't get through initially. Um, I And then, again, they, when they spoke, it, maybe it did. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, and also, obviously, I don't think Zach thought this would get out, which is a part of this, I think. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of where we are. You know, he now he, he's, in a, he's in a state where he has to kind of prove himself to the league, which he already did anyway, because based on all his struggles. And But now there's this reputation he has based on, you know, both the story and the way things have transpired since he's been with the Jets over three years, and he has to prove to the rest of the league that he deserves the job. Okay, you, you mentioned that it got out. That was what bothered Aaron Rodgers, that why are we sharing sharing these details? And what Aaron walked into, and you know because you cover the Jets, and even Diana Rossini, who also co-authored that piece, who's covered the Jets before, uh, is that, you know, last year you had a backup quarterback who was put in his place, and yeah. you got guys on the Jets wearing T-shirts supporting yeah. the backup quarterback, right? Like, th- this was to- this relationship between the team, the players, and Zach Wilson was toxic long before Aaron Rodgers. So Rodgers trying to, trying to right the ship is like you're walking into kind of a dysfunctional mess. Is that fair? Yeah, and, and I think that was kind of like one of the biggest things I thought that should be the takeaway of the story. Above all else, is kind of the dysfunction right now um, this organization, and, and that's, that's kind of the root of this. Like it's the fact that it even got to this point, you know, I, I think maybe they won't admit it publicly, but I think they would admit privately that um, they wish they had, if not in the offseason, at least after Aaron got hurt, brought in another quarterback to where 
you know, if Zach's struggling, you can go to this veteran and you could, whether it's a Joe Flacco, a Carson Wentz, uh, you trade for a Josh Dobbs, whatever it is. Like, none of these guys are going to, like, take you to the Super Bowl, but they can, at least can run a functional offense. And they didn't do that, and they stuck with Zach, and, and it ultimately backfired for pretty much everybody. Did, did it matter? Was this, I mean, it's one of the things where we all think that Aaron Rodgers' superpowers would have been great enough. But as you mentioned, the offensive line was a mess. Like, he only played four plays. None of them were good because he was under duress. Granted, first week of the season. But would the quarterback have mattered that much considering how bad the line has been? You know, to to that point, you know, we spoke to Aaron. uh, I think it was time moves very slow around here. But I think it was last week we spoke to him. And, uh... And one of the he he did say he was asked like because he you know he's talked about his whole thing about coming back and he was asked about it concern going behind that offensive line and he said no the it's the quarterback's job to make it so that's not an issue you know getting rid of the ball quicker getting them set up you know noticing when guys are blitzing or whatever it is and so ultimately I I think there is something to that Aaron has one of the best football minds in the history of the position and I, I think at the very least he would have been better suited to handle it but as you saw I mean four plays in towards Achilles uh, on a play where he was getting sacked so. I think it absolutely would have been a concern, especially for a 40-year-old uh, quarterback, even without the Achilles thing. So, yeah, I mean, I would he have made it through the season? I, it's hard to see. He didn't make it through the season. But if, if he had survived that first series, like, would he have, you know, would he have been able to do any better? I think it's fair to question that, especially if you look at, um, you know, the, the pieces he has around. I mean, he would have done better, but you, you know what I'm saying. Like, a, no. like the, pieces, the, the pieces all around him are not really what maybe he thought they were. Does he play this season? At this point, I don't think so. If, if he's... Be truthful in what he's saying about I'm only coming back if there's something to play for. Right now, the Jets have less than a 1% chance of making the playoffs. And I think even if they won the rest of their game, it's still only like 15%. Um, so I I don't see why he would risk it. That was his whole thing. He's like, it's not like I wouldn't be 100% if I came back this season. So it has to be worth the risk. And, and I don't think it's worth the risk, especially with it feels like this team going nowhere, especially if they lose to the Texans on Sunday. He's He said his contract has him coming back. Let's assume that to be true. Okay. Um, who loses their? You can't have this much of a disastrous season. People go like, "Well, Aaron got hurt, so we're good." S- Sala safe? Um, is everybody safe? Head coach, o- offense coordinator. I mean, I, he's tied to Aaron, so I guess. But um, do the Jets make any changes in response to this season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the biggest. If, if you're asking me right this second, and I'm predicting, I do think that Salah does return, but I, I, I'm not, like, at the end of the season, I might have a different answer. I think, you know, if they lose the rest of their games, which I think is a real possibility based on their offensive production, you end the season losing 10 games in a row on top of all, like, the turmoil that's coming out. Like, I, I don't know how a head coach can survive that, but I, uh, I I do think that Aaron Rodgers has a really big role to play here. He He's coming back. That's his plan. And if he believes in Robert Sala and he believes in Daniel Hackett, which we know he does, and if he believes in Joe Douglas, then I think they'll listen to him and bring them back. But obviously their their heats will be, you know, on fire next year. Awesome stuff as always. Zach, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us. Keep up the good work. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Doug. So the Yankees are going to trade for Juan Soto? That's the story. And apparently Alex Verdugo is not going to be part of that trade because they just got Alex Verdugo. Yankees did. Yes. And so apparently he's he would not be part of the trade if they do get Juan Soto. So does Soto he won't get the four hundred million, right? I mean um, he shouldn't. But he'll get a lot of money from the Yankees. This is the last year of his old deal. What were yeah. you gonna say? You got the you have the button pressed. What were you gonna say? I was just wondering, I is that a part of this? Is this a, a a trade and then they give him the bag? And I don't know if his value has 
decreased that much. I don't think it's decreased that much, but again, it may end up being more year to year mm. than that one. That was that was Boris's big deal was how much he's getting per year. Uh, I just I don't know if it'll be that four hundred million dollar variety. Do you? He had a great second half of the season. We'll yes. see. I, th- I think it'll be closer to that than you might think, but we'll see. Um, I, I want to say that tra- uh, Trent Grisham is a part of that deal as well. The Padres, I think, are going to be the yard sale. Yes. And they, listen, here, here's the. Do, do, do people nationally know how big a dumpster fire that is? That they actually <laughs> took out a loan. Here's the thing yeah. they took out a loan for $50 million to pay their bills. That's not the that you think that's the wait a major league baseball team taking on loan fifty million dollars that's kind of a big thing that's not the big story you know what the big story in that was oh no they what? asked for a hundred right they didn't and get only got much. fifty mm-hmm. right they first of all they needed a hundred million dollars in cash that's big that's a lot of money okay secondly despite whatever equity they have and the value of the franchise they could only get fifty that's a huge thing. So yeah, everything is for sale. There's the angle too of uh, with the owner recently passing away. He knew he was sick. Yeah. Was this? I mean, I, maybe there's been some reporting on this, but like at face value, it just looks like the <clears throat> desperate gamblings of a dying person. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, when it was sold previously, the last time the Padres were sold, you know, it was uh, John. What's the guy's name who used to own it? Um, oh, shoot, he donated a bunch to San Diego State that helped him get going. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you, you'll find that in a second. But the reason he had to sell the team was he got a divorce. So, like, they were like... John Morse? Yeah, John yeah. Moore. Yeah. He had to sell the team because he got a divorce. Like, yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, all right, so uh, got to sell the house, custody, dogs are hard, right? Like, who gets the dogs? Uh, you know the Padres? Yeah, I'm going to take half of that. Like, now nah, I got to sell that bad boy. Yeah. Because if you kept it, you had to give her half of the value. And like, who's got that kind of cash on hand? So you that's just that's what happened with the McCourts, no? Wasn't that also the reason why the, the McCourt had to sell the, the Dodgers? Team, thank yeah, God? I think you're right. Because I thought it was also that he was not, he didn't actually have any cash. Yeah, there was some uh, funky money going on there. Anyway, let's get back to the Padres. For this is like it was for a lot. Every time they'd sign a guy, we'd sit around and we'd go like, "Where are they coming up with all this money?" Really though, like at some point, like you got to pay these bills. Yeah. Like, th- there's got to be a reason that other teams in smaller markets haven't done this. And then you're like, "Oh, it's because they don't actually have the money." Yeah. What if you're in a major league baseball player and you go and like at your locker on the 15th of the month and you open up an envelope and it says I owe you? Oh goodness! I owe you. Like, yeah, they're good for it. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. You think they pay them? In, maybe they uh, pay them in Target gift cards instead of actual money. <laughs> if you were going to get a gift card instead of your salary, where would you want that gift card from? I mean, Amaz- Amazon, Target. Am- those are good ones. Wide variety of stuff. Do you give gift cards for Christmas? I. Do depending on yeah, I, I was like, wait, I gave Dan Byer a Christmas card last. Year. I gave him a, <laughs> Dan's a sitting there to, yelling into his microphone in his house and his day off. I, I gave him a, a, a yard house gift card. I think well, that's not bad. It's yeah, like yard, yard beer. Yeah, yard go beer. have go eat a nice meal. <laughs> What's better, that or like fifty bucks? Cash. 
Cash or a $50 gift card? But see, with cash, if you give me cash, I might spend it on gas. I might spend it, you okay. know. You still, you, if somebody else gave you the money, what's it's the It's true, but if you give me like a gift card to somewhere, I feel like I'm actually going to get myself something that I wouldn't already get myself, whether you gave this to me or not. Is that, if isn't that makes the sense? idea of a gift card, though, to get you something that you they know you're going to use? Right. But you, you get what I'm saying? It's like, instead of getting myself an actual gift, I used it for everyday necessities that I'm going to spend money on no matter what. What are you going to say there, Jason? In between those two yeah. is the Visa gift card, right? <laughs> yeah. Or that's the American cash. Express gift card. Yeah. That's just in between cash. those two. It's not in between. That's yeah. cash. <laughs> You're, yeah. a, you're a sucker if it's you don't It's just think a little harder to use than cash. Well, then you have to do an activation actually, fee? Ca- actually, cash can be hard to use now. There are some places you go, like, we don't take cash. Like huh? At all, yeah. There's, I think legally they're supposed to. But. I think so, too. Yeah. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrat.com studios. Wait to hear what Trevor Lawrence said about his injury and not being carted off on Monday night. That's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, Nods to campus, legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are, wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline 
Jets. Reeves with 11 on the clock for three. Yes! Yes, sir! AR! Right there, he's him! Oh, Austin. 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 And he missed it. He got an opportunity. Run up three is the hardest one to defend. That's our progressive play of the day. Progressive making things even easier. Help you own bundle your home and car insurance together. You save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or call 1 800 Progressive. Chris Profet, what is this? Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. It is a classic. Thick. Classic. Yes, this, classic. If I'm if I was Italian, I'd be like snap my fingers to this. Yes. So this is at Tommy DeVito's holiday party. Yes. Hey, Absolutely. Tommy DeVito. Oh, yeah. This is on repeat. Yeah. The Christmas donkey. <laughs> you know, they got Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and we got Dominic. Yeah, got it. Got I had it. no idea. Let's get to the press. <laughs> the press. Monty B, what's you got? What I you don't got? got any Dominic Donkey, but I do have Trevor Lawrence here explaining the whole situation on Monday Night Football when we saw him get hurt, slam his helmet, and walk to the tunnel. We have a we have an amazing medical staff um, that takes care of us and in every way that you could imagine. Anything that we need, they're always there. They they work pretty much around the clock to to take care of us. So we got one of, if not the best in the league. So there's no, I mean, I've heard what Amanda was telling me, kind of all the stuff that's been going on. And yeah, I didn't, we talked about getting a cart and I was going to get a cart and then I'm standing there and, you know, I'm, I'm already on the sideline at that point. The tunnel's right there. I just wanted to get off the field, get out of there. I didn't know what was going on with my ankle. And I felt like I could get off. And I was like, hey, you're good. Just don't bring it out. I'm going in. And then once I got in there, I'm like, this is a pretty long walk, you know, but I, I was already there and they asked again if I wanted a cart. I'm like, no, we're going to make it the whole way there. I didn't know there was cameras in the tunnel, you know, so that's kind of there everywhere. Exactly. So, uh, but no, it's, of course we have carts and we have everything we need. And I was the one that, that didn't choose to, to take one, you know, so you guys put that on me and maybe that was dumb. Maybe I should have taken one, whatever, but um, it's nothing to do with us not having a card available. I don't think that would that would happen in the National Football League, especially here with the with the crew that we have. So, yeah. That was, it they was, have cards, Doug. They do have cards. That was that was Trevor Lawrence. Like I was trying to be a tough guy, and then I realized my ankle really hurt. Really yes, bad. yeah, for sure. I get it in the motion in the in the moment emotions. Like I get it. You think you're well, fine, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look. Let's also. There's a lot of people have been critical of. There, there are people that freaked out when they saw it. I saw it first thing. I thought was, oh, sprained ankle. Yeah, you know, yeah, it doesn't look good. But there are also people that thought like his career was over yes. when he fell. And you're like, relax. Yeah, his sprained ankle. It's because he got up when he got up and went back down. It's like where everybody's like, oh no, you know, we saw Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers do that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And speaking of the Jets and this whole Zach Wilson situation, Micah Parsons has something to say about this on his podcast. A lot of you said y'all wanted to get rid of Zach Wilson. Y'all shamed him. He got blamed by the media. He got blamed by everyone. Coach said that was their best option at quarterback. And you thought anybody can just play quarterback in the NFL because y'all just think quarterback is just the easiest job, which is not. Zach Wilson's execution hasn't been great. But in reality, he's a good enough player to win games. Everyone cares about what your quarterback did and if he performed enough and good enough to win. And he's in New York. New York's huge in football. New York media. And you guys deliberately killed 
build this man's confidence. Y'all single-handedly broke him down. If I'm Zach, and you know this team may move on from me, you have this narrative that is painted against you, and you have an opportunity to fix it. That's a beautiful thing about life. And if I are you, I don't care what no one says. I'm going to go out here and just play my brand of football. And that's the best thing you can do. A lot there. A lot um, there. <laughs> It's I don't care what anyone says. Mm -hmm. You can't say I don't care what no one says because no one can actually say yeah, something. Watch the double negative. Yeah. The double negative is really hard. Yeah, yeah. I did understand. That, that, that was a winding path. Basically, he was like, look, dude, your best shot is to go play. Mm -hmm. And he blamed everybody else for killing Zach Wilson's confidence. Yeah. Which they, they should receive some of the blame, but some of the blame is also he just hadn't played good. Yeah. It's hard. Right. Not an easy sport. Not yeah. an easy position. But yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. All right, real quick. How about this, that the governor, Ron DeSantis, wants to sue the college football playoff committee because they left out Florida State. He's asking for money. But the budget money wouldn't yeah, come he, in until after it's all been said and done. I mean, look, Florida State is not playing for the national championship. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. And I, my, uh, my acceptance of the arguing and the bitching and the complaining is officially over. We'll mm -hmm. talk about the podcast, but we're no longer, you got Sunday, you got Monday, you got Tuesday. That's it. We're on to the college football semifinals. Anything else? That's the press. Mm. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, we got a great In the Bonus podcast. Um, Jay Stu and I will discuss, we're going to discuss that Florida State thing a little bit, a little bit of college hoops uh, in it as well. Um, and uh, my pick of the day. In the meantime, tomorrow night is a terrible Thursday night football game, so nothing really to look forward to. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this. You can save up to 30% with the code DUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.